interesting. Um, watermelon, watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Generation Why Am I Like This? <laughs> I'm Liz. I'm Alec. And I'm surprised in Casey. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the podcast where we look back at some of our favorite pop culture moments from our childhood. And this week we're talking about Drive Me Crazy, the Crazy. 1999 film. Ow. <laughs> Not the song. Stop. But like they uh, are related. They are related. They're they sisters. Related. Sisters. Bosom buddies. Um. So yeah, this is this is a movie that I <laughs> it sure is. That I watched a lot. I feel like I've seen this movie so many times because it was like a constant rerun on ABC Family, now Freeform. Like, that I feel like sense. this was like always on TV. Like, I just feel like, I don't mm-hmm. know, for whatever reason, this was a very easy movie for them to just play over and over and over again. So, yeah. This I and like 10 Things I Hate About like, You. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is what we got, babes. Yeah, I remember 10 Things I Hate About You more than this, but uh, so, yeah. I'll say when last week when I was like, yes, this movie, I love it. I was thinking of She's All That. I've never actually seen this before <laughs> in my life. Same. Oh, I have haven't? never seen this before. Mm-hmm. I knew I it existed, so but I had no yeah. clue what the storyline was. Yeah. I think I've I seen mean, bits and pieces because of it. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen whatever. Is, uh... <laughs> in the loosest sense. Yeah, I think I saw the moments whenever they were just like randomly at the club, you mm-hmm. know, because every 90s movie had to have some sort of teen club where music plays at. Yeah. Um, those moments I was like, this seems familiar. Um, mm-hmm. but that's it. Nothing else. Okay. Well, interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen this movie, like I said, a bunch of times. This does definitely fall into the same category as like 10 Things I Hate About You, uh, She's All That, all those kinds of movies. I would say it's a weak one let's be real (laughs) right off the bat it is definitely a weaker of the late 90s rom-coms but i loved it at the time i still have a soft spot in my heart for it but uh, it seems like a good like hobby movie like i'm gonna work on something else and put this on yeah 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 you won't miss anything yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, so i will say when i was watching it last night i missed the whole plot point at the party when like the climax happens and then i looked up and i was like oh why is everyone mad all of a sudden what happened? <laughs> <laughs> the only the, part that actually had like a storyline i was like oh shit i missed it the only dramatic thing to yeah. happen in this movie yeah. whatsoever exactly <laughs> oh, that's um great. but yeah so this movie on rotten tomatoes does have a 27 percent yikes um, higher than i thought on <laughs> reviews from like 37 critics uh, and the consensus is basically that it has an unoriginal story, which, you know what? Fair. Because yeah. this has basically the most generic, like, enemies to lovers kind of. Like, but they're not even really enemies. They're just kind of like, I don't care about you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that that's the biggest problem with the movie. I think the biggest problem is that, like, everyone looks like they're 40 years old. And, like, <laughs> the people who are playing teenagers look like they're in the same age range as their parents and it's just weird to me yeah um i'll also say the other confusing part is i didn't understand their plan at all it's yeah. a little weird their yeah. plan doesn't make any sense at all like i mean it's no. based it's that kind of just oh we're gonna make people jealous sort of idea but, but like then they said they're just friends 
So they're like, yeah. our friendship's going to be so great when you take me to this dance. You're going to get your girlfriend back, babes. And I'm like, I don't yeah. understand it's how that a very, works. Yeah. Um, it is based on a book called like, How to Build the Perfect Prom Date. Um, I don't remember who the author was. It doesn't matter. But uh, <laughs> I, I will say when I read about that it was based on the book, they said it was like very loosely based on the book and like mm. a lot of stuff has changed. They were also they mentioned that the Chase character like basically tried to like grope like Melissa Joan Hart's character at one point in the book version and they took that out. And I was like, well, thank God, because I don't know how you would like come back from that. But, you know, Wait, which yeah, one is no. Chase, the main the- guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say if you like this type of story, I would suggest watching uh, To All the Boys I Loved because I think it's a better version of the story. Yes, I agree. I think that is uh, very accurate. That first, The first one of that series is very good. Oh, yeah. I think it's I've... unusually good for like a Netflix rom-com movie. I think it's like one of the best ones. Well, but... oddly enough, they got like really... Like, I feel like everyone's solid in that movie. Even people I don't think yeah. are good actors are somehow good in that movie. Yeah. Um, okay, well, so to give you a little bit of background on this movie, um, it was actually originally titled Next to You, which makes sense because it's they live right next to each other, I guess, mm. is maybe the reason that it's called that. I don't know. That whatever. sounds like a horror. That sounds like a... <laughs> yeah. Like a suspense coming from thriller. inside the house. <laughs> yeah. Next to you, coming next summer. <laughs> <laughs> But it was renamed after the Britney Spears song, You Drive Me Crazy, uh, was added to the soundtrack to help promote the movie. Um, And so then also Melissa Joan Hart and uh, Adrian Grenier were also both in the music video for the song. Um, I will say that Melissa Joan Hart was also quoted to be like, I really hate that we're changing the title to this because I feel like Britney Spears is going to be like a nobody in five years. And then our movie is going to like be that because of her like people are going to forget about this movie and i'm like lol that you think this movie was better than britney spears yeah (laughs) yeah that's really weird i it's really interesting that like they (laughs) yeah i mean i guess britney was super super hot back then like she really like just burst onto the scene um but it's like fascinating that they really just like not only were just like oh this song has to be a pivotal moment in the movie but like it's going to actually be the title of the movie now. Like, that's wild. I know. When how I many watch... times has that ever happened? I don't know. Ever. I Like, I've, I've heard songs that are named after movies, but not the other way around. Mm-hmm. And also, like, watching the movie, I felt like the movie, the movie felt older than the song did. Maybe I just have, like, a, like a no, skewed 100%. concept. Yeah, the, the movie felt, like, five years older than the song did and granted i'd never seen the movie like back in the day so i didn't really have that connection but even just what we watched the music video right before this and i was like oh this feels a lot more fresh like contemporary than the Mm -hmm. movie did well i also thought with a title like drive me crazy and with that being like they're driving force of a song and what that song's about um i thought that they were gonna hate each other more or have more passion between each other but they Mm -hmm. really like they become copacetic so fast. They're like, this works. Yeah. Now. I was like, okay. Um, oh, that's so uh, who cares about um, intensity or drama? Well, yeah, <laughs> there's almost not now. enough conflict in this. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, that's why I said the enemies. Cause like when I was reading about it, they were like, oh yeah, it's the enemies to lovers trope. And I'm like, I really don't feel like that's true because they're not enemies. They just kind of no. grew apart. Like yeah. is the vibe that they give in the movie. So it's a very weird yeah, I think they try to make a, a better 
storyline between them but mm-hmm. again none of the drama's there because it's like yeah. his mom's died and she wasn't there for him for it but also that yeah. seems like such a secondary moment <laughs> i was like okay uh it's yeah it's a very strangely constructed movie where it feels like it wanted to be the pilot for a tv show and supposed yeah. to a movie oh i get that yeah. Um, so for those of you that have never seen this film before, uh, this movie is a, revolves mostly around Nicole and Chase, who are the two leads, which that is Melissa Joan Hart and Adrian Grenier. And they used to be best friends, which I didn't even ever remember that being that much of the plot, that they were like actually best friends. I guess they talk about being in the treehouse all the time or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah the parents mentioned it at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but then <laughs> junior high happens. And so they basically drift apart. Um, the high school centennial dance is coming, but Nicole gets dumped, which I actually think is incorrect. She never really was with Brad. Correct. She just doesn't get asked to go to the dance with Brad, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Brad finds a new date. Um, and then Chase gets dumped by his girlfriend. Um, and mm-hmm. so they basically stage a relationship to get back at those people to like try to convince them to... I don't know, get back with them, sort of. Um, and they visit each other's worlds in the process. Uh, Chase is kind of like the weird, artsy nerd crew people, whereas Melissa Joan Hart is jock, popular, that kind of vibe. Yeah. She Okay, she was popular, because I really was like, I think they're trying to say she's popular, but I, like, Melissa Joan Hart is never... Melissa Joan Hart was playing Melissa Joan Hart in this movie. And, like, she's yeah. never, like, not been sort of, like, kind of a a little more down-to-earth, a little kooky, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I never once looked at her in this movie and was like, oh, you're popular. But, like, in the scenes with other people, I was like, I think they're trying to say she's popular. It was yeah, she is. weird. Okay. I mean, yeah. to be fair, the female relationships in this movie are garbage. Oh, so, they're like, so bad. Everyone's uh... <laughs> terrible to each other in this movie, ever, except yeah. for the the main guy. Like, everyone is just awful to everyone else. Well, and then I would say that the main guy and his two friends are, like, actually good people somewhat. Well, the main guy's questionable, but the two friends are good. And designated They're kind of little jackasses. And... Like, they would have known yeah, but like they... in high school. Yeah, but they're not, like actively hurting people i don't know i think they're fine by 90s standards i think i think today they did stuff that i was like ick gross stop and then poor baby judy that uh yeah judy yeah she was one who used to be fat that got skinny and then became popular oh my god is she the best friend no no Okay. She was like, she's a popular girl, and then her boyfriend's like, "You used to be fat. You should be lucky that you're with me." And then oh, she's the blonde, like, no. the blonde, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That part it got real dark real fast. Yeah, I was like, oh, that was like when I came back to the movie. I was like, oh, things are happening, and I should have been paying yeah. attention. <laughs> I, I was more interested in her at that moment. I was yeah. like, oh, here's a storyline. She was yeah. like a really gripping actor too. Like I, I don't know. Like I cared about her a lot. Was she on the TV show Popular? I never watched it, but she's she has a face that says definitely famous. Popular. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Let me look her yeah. up really quick because she's from yeah. something else. Because Blair and I were both like, who is that? Yeah, she looks so familiar. Also, what else has the the girlfriend of the main guy at the beginning of the movie? Because like, she has this face. I'm like... Allie oh, Lautner. She's from Heroes. 
And she was also in Final Destination. She was also in Obsessed with Beyonce. She's the other woman that's obsessed that. with Beyonce's husband. I might remember husband. her from Heroes. I was really so big good. into Heroes for like the first two seasons. Oh, yeah. Yes. She was the one who had multiple personalities and that was her superpower. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which are like, interesting, Allie Lautner. Um, such a such a wild time. <laughs> oh, but speaking of the female friendships, one of the moments that I loved because I was like, this had to have been written by a man because this makes no sense. Is when um, Melissa Joan Hart's character was like, when boys fight, they just tackle each other and it's done. But when women <laughs> yes. fight, it's art. And she's an artist. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's one of the worst lines I've ever heard in a movie. <laughs> it was rough. Women are conniving and ma- manipulative. Men I know. This girl has like, been in so many TV shows. So I feel like she's just one of those people that's like, oh, yeah. that girl. What are like some ones that I would recognize? um smallville uh trading spaces she was on crossing jordan veronica mars for a couple veronica episodes mars. um psych uh she was in fat albert the movie she was oh, in seventh heaven of course <laughs> oh my god um, i forget <laughs> oh the dad seventh heaven Ooh, i keep getting- i know were one of you talking about Seven Heaven content on TikTok? Because I've yes. been a lot of it lately, and I'm just like, I why? I never wanted this. I never. It's and so it's popular. It's like people criticizing and critiquing, and it's funny. But like, I'm just like, I don't care enough about this to really want this on my feed. Um, I did see that one gay guy that everyone hates that does gay science that I actually think is funny, and I don't know why he gets so much hate for it. Um, gay guy. I don't know if you've seen science. those TikToks. It's just really stupid. Of like, he actually puts facts into stuff, but then. It's kind of just like poking fun at queer culture and gay culture. Hmm. Anywho, he did a little skit where he was a therapist and he was interviewing the middle child. And it was just like talking about all of her relationships with different guys. Yeah. And my favorite part is her husband. Like while she is in the middle of getting like giving birth, her brother has to like help deliver the baby because her brother's a doctor. And her husband is like, he can't look at you. That's your brother. And she's like, he's a doctor and I'm giving birth right now. And he's like, he's a doctor? Does that mean he, no, no, this is my wife. And you're just like, what is happening? What the fuck? Why is this oddly, I don't know. It's so, someone wrote that. Someone wrote that scene. Someone sat down and said, this is good TV to make a weird sexual moment and like overprotective husband. Oh wait, did we go back to Seventh Heaven? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about TikTok guy. I I Sorry. really thought you were talking about this TikTok. <laughs> I'm, I, like, I mean, listeners, let us know. Did I confuse you with my story? Probably. Yes. It doesn't take a lot to confuse me, so that's fine. Oh, it doesn't take a lot for me to. Con- what are we talking about? My brain's You're all gonna over the start place. Dissecting, like drive me crazy. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah yeah. 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 That's what we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> um. So this movie opens up and Melissa Joan Hart's just trying to decide what to wear to school that day, basically. And she wears this like very small red halter top, which is amazing. But she's her mom look like her a top. slut. Her friend tells <laughs> yeah. her, yeah, you're going to look like a slut. slut. Like, wow. And the opening scene is her being like, mom, can I borrow your red halter top? So when she came out, I wasn't expecting it to be like a crop top. I know. Yeah, I was like like a bathing suit top. Yeah, I almost wondered if she rolled it up, and I was like, "No, it looks like that's the finished garment." No, that's it. 
Yeah. And I was like, bold. Honestly, like, good for you. Also, what like, does her mom look like in that? So, like, I bet right? her mom's got a rocking body. Well, yeah. as we know, her mom gets it. So, yeah. True. Her mom does get it. Yeah. Um. So, she also, <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart's character is, like, on the school news or whatever. Like, the video news that the school does. And so, she's talking about the centennial, which is super exciting. And she's, I feel like they make it seem like she's really in charge of it. But then anytime they go to meetings where they're talking about the centennial, she seems like she's just like the yeah. treasurer or something. Like, cause they keep yeah. just being like, what's the budget? How much money do we have left? And I'm like, did you plan this stuff? Or did you just say, this is how much money we have left? I don't really I understand like, her job. Yeah. It's a week away. You should not be asking about where your budget's at at this moment. Like you're not adding anything. She hasn't really gone to meetings. There's no real planning at this point. She's just like, it's a week away. We're good on budget. Bye. <laughs> You're like, okay. Well, and we can talk about it later, but like based off of like that fucking venue that they use for the Centennial dance, like that's bougie as hell. I was like, I know. damn. And I hope they didn't spend a lot of money on that sculpture because woof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know <laughs> if y'all feel like this too. And maybe it's because it was getting to like the year 2000, but I feel like in 90s, like anniversary years and like centennials and bicentennials were in media so much as like a plot point i also feel like whoever wrote this movie wanted it to be a movie about teenagers in the 50s but they were like but we need to set it modern day because a lot of the shit Mm. they do in this movie is like weird like it doesn't seem like stuff that kids in the 90s did like they go for a drive and they're just like yeah. driving down the boulevard and showing off their old cars. They go to that they go really to the cute diner. drive-in. Yeah. yeah they go that to like a diner. So she does come from a beatnik as well. So yeah. maybe this was a script set in the 50s when and they're like, make it the, the 90s. When was the book written? Yeah. Do we know when the book was written? 1930. No, <laughs> what was it called? How to build a prom date? Yeah, how to build the perfect prom date. How to build a better boyfriend if you want to look that up. How to build a perfect paper airplane. No. <laughs> that's very close <laughs> what the fuck uh, how how I created my perfect prom date yeah that maybe. sounds okay. fun what's the author um, Todd Strasser yep that's it. Okay. that's right oh, Ooh, it's gross. a terrible cover ew, <laughs> ew. Um, okay well this isn't it because this says it was published in 2008 unless it's a reprint yeah it's a reprint I have no idea. If it's the right um, author. Yeah. I, okay. I'm, it is the right author. I'm going to dig. I'm going to dig. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so we also then get introduced to some of the other side characters, which include Alicia, which is Melissa John Hart's like basically best friend, but she's terrible. Um, and they like and, barely interact throughout most of the movie. Yeah. And honestly, every time they do, she's mean. Like yeah. they're, they don't have any good interactions. It's very weird. You have to look um, at the cover of this book. It is so bad. <laughs> and I also just feel like the character of Alicia, I'm like, what is wrong with your life that you want to just like make everyone unhappy? Because that's all she wants to do, basically, is just make everyone else unhappy. Oh, my God, this cover. <laughs> it is so <laughs> okay. I actually kind of love it. <laughs> it is no. terrible. It was published in 96, so it's not even like it was an old oh, book. Okay. Oh, my God. Damn. Okay, that's wild. Um. Yeah, I don't know what it is about. Because that girl was also in a lot of other like '90s teen dramas, and she always played. I feel like, yeah, yeah, but I feel like most of the time she played like the quirky best friend. Like, wasn't she the one in Ten Things I Hate About You? Who like 
does the um, Shakespeare style dress or no, that's um, no, that is that one. 10 things I hate about you when they go to the dance at the end. The nerdy. I'm losing it. Never mind. So anyway, this movie. <laughs> um, I mean, I believe you. Teen rom is um, just like, I don't know too much about that. I've definitely seen together. 10 Things I Hate About yeah. You, but I don't. That's Joseph well. Gordon-Levitt? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We also then meet Chase and his friends. Um, he has two friends that are kind of like, the three of them are kind of the outcasts, sort of. And so that's uh, Dave, who goes by Designated Dave. Not by choice, but because he's the designated driver for like basically the whole school. He's just a really um, nice guy. Yeah, he's just yeah. super nice. I don't know. He's the nicest they, person in the whole movie. Yeah. They also um, act like that nickname is like so insulting. And I was like, it's actually not a bad name. Like that's yeah, his it's occupation. Not, like he's doing that. Like he's yeah. choosing to do also, it. Also, people are using his favors to like get home safe. Like, why are you making yeah. fun of him? Like you're a, probably alive right now because of him. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, that's at one point they say that in the movie. Like he's probably saved so many of your lives like i feel like chase says that or something which was this service a thing that like he just did to be nice or like that he works through and does i was kind of confused i think he just does it to be nice but it's because he kind of like likes the popular which did you like how Mm -hmm. he decked out his car to like have that gate so that it's like the police car like yeah yeah it's really funny i people on the the first time they showed it i was like when did they get arrested i thought they were getting a ride home i was like oh we're in a police car (laughs) <laughs> what happened oh no it's dave's nope. car i'm sorry that's cool dave's shit car. i'd be like dave you're you're all right dave i like you uh and then we also have ray who works for the like tv news but he's like the behind the scenes guy he's the cameraman does all the editing um i really like ray i don't know he's adorable to me and like he's so stupid and you're going to be seeing his work on MTV. Uh. Yeah, which that was stupid. They were like, well, you're still the local weather girl. I'm like, that's also a cool job. I, don't, I know. Like, what? I don't understand why that's an insult, but whatever. That's that's a wonderful occupation that is pretty hard to get, actually. You should be pretty stoked about that. Right. Yeah. Um. So we then get to follow Chase to where, like, Chase and his gang hangs out, which is, like, at this kind of, like, beatnik like club bar whatever the fuck they're at um and this guy uh (laughs) is talking about animal cruelty and so chase's girlfriend Allie lautner is like omg i well actually her name is dolce or something what is her name dulce 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 Dulce. stupidest name (laughs) dolce would be better like dulce is dumb dulce Dulce Um, um she so yeah, she does suck she i sucks. saw an article where it was like we're supposed to hate dulcie but like she's actually awesome and i was like no she's terrible i don't know no. what you're talking about she's, I, she's pushy she, she was horny for this guy and then got upset at, at her boyfriend for not wanting to go to the event for her to be horny at a guy with like i don't know i was just like why do you want your boyfriend to go to this thing with you you obviously want to fuck this dude yeah i also I though know. uh <clears throat> the chase the main guy's chase mm-hmm. yeah um, chase like they're at this thing and they're sitting there and the video starts and like five seconds in chase is like uh uh and she's like be quiet i want to listen like she's not being like irrational she's like i would no. like to listen to this and he's like well fine i'm leaving i'm like what is going on why is everyone so angry well, at everything chase also is terrible in this scene because at one point she's like trying to talk to him or something 
uh-huh. and he's trying to kiss her and she's like why can't we talk right now and he's like we talked in the car and i was like eh. <laughs> no i <laughs> like, get it no <laughs> i was like that is gross um no. well everyone in this movie starts off as the worst version of themselves yeah. yeah and then literally within 15 minutes is like a normal person like they they just want to set up and be like they suck and then shit happens and they're like and we're we're fine i guess yeah um, some of them don't quite get there but well, i still melissa think melissa joan, joan hart's character sucks the whole time and her friend really character sucks the whole i time. thought she tones down so much because in the beginning she's so high strong and just like so whiny and yeah. so like irritating and then she's just like i will say she, she's like the personification of like i'm a cool girl i'm like a guy's girl for the rest of the movie <laughs> I'm not like other girls. Yeah, I um, just waited for her to say it, honestly. But, uh, yeah, so then Chase and uh, Dulce end up breaking up. Um, and when they do, there's kind of this weird, like, montage of Chase being, like, sad in his backyard. But there's this one scene where he walks across the backyard wearing a turtleneck sweater, like, all the way above his nose. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, and then a belt, like, over the outside of the turtleneck. It's, like, a really weird outfit that I don't understand. And it they just show it for, like, two seconds while he walks in the backyard while he's being sad montage. And it was just a very weird choice. Like, I just, <laughs> I was, like, is this supposed to be, like, Oh, I can't be out in the sun, so I'm wearing this over my... I don't know. It was... I didn't understand it. Uh-huh. Um, it had weird high school boy energy. Like, not a <laughs> senior. Definitely, like, a freshman or a sophomore. But it, yeah, yeah. I get it. Well, Liz, what you're not <laughs> understanding is that this movie was actually partially funded by Abercrombie and & Fitch. And that year, turtlenecks mm-hmm. were really in. And they were, and belts. And they were trying to <laughs> sell both of them <laughs> really strongly. That literally, I do remember an ad campaign of a guy having, like, a turtleneck sweater, and it's, like, half covering his face, and he's trying to look sexy. Like, that oh, is a recovered memory now. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry for the trauma. <laughs> Abercrombie um, and Fitch. Sorry for the trauma. <laughs> so we do find out that Melissa Joan Hart has her, like, she's set on Brad asking her to the Centennial Dance, which Brad is a basketball player. But at the basketball game, he, like, accidentally falls into this cheerleader from the other school. And when that happens, he claims to have fallen in love with said cheerleader. And so now Melissa Joan Hart is just basically off the table. Can I ask a Um, question? Yeah. Yeah. An unrelated question. What did you think about the setup of the school gym? Where, like, they're raised? Oh, yeah, they are. They're not on the floor at all. Yeah, like, the bleachers are all raised, like, eight feet in the air, which is, like... That is weird. It kind of feels very, like, gladiator, like... "Mm, I was gonna say it's like a coliseum. (laughs) No, I slay. It's not, like, super weird, because my middle school, our gym, we didn't, like, do, like, really a lot of spectator sports. It was mostly just for gym class, but, like, it had... The only seating was just, like, above. It was, like, raised, so, like, it was just brick walls on the side, but... The, the failure in that plan was that they had these, like, concrete supports supporting, like, where it overhung a little bit. And I oh definitely remember one day during gym class, we were playing dodgeball, and someone, like, busted their head open on that. Because they, like, jumped <gasps> and hit their head on that concrete support. Um, I was happy to see this one didn't have any overhang for anyone to get, you know, yeah. head trauma. That's um, horrible. And before we move on... Because that was wonderful, and I thank loved you. It. Thank I you. love head trauma. I am a survivor <laughs> myself, um, although most people forget. <laughs> so I have to remind them I was in a car accident. Um, 
But did y'all clock? Because I did, and I rewinded and watched it 12 times. They show Brad running into What's-Her-Face, Melissa Joan Hart's character, and, like, eating the fries with her for a hot second. Yeah. Yeah. And then it cuts to the basketball game. His roots completely grew out in between those two scenes. And it was supposed to be, like, in the afternoon to the night. Like, I took a photo of it, because it's, like, his hair's completely blonde in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And then it's, like, it's all grown out, like, dark brown with, like blonde like tips almost by the evening huh. game i was like is this a different actor who am i looking at right now <laughs> they clearly did not do a very good job with the continuity yeah oh no. and it's like a honey blonde Ooh, honey oh um honey. but like you can see the sides are still blonde but in the next picture it's like mm. dark brown <laughs> yeah. yeah there's also like one too many long-haired blonde boys in this movie and by that i mean there were two because like at the end when she takes the one the friend to the dance, I was like, oh, did she actually take Brad to the dance? I'm confused now. <laughs> he has brown and hair. He doesn't have it, blonde hair. It was like dirty blonde. Like it's not it's brown, brown brown. There's a lot of forgettable faces. And it was like those. swooped back. And and I think because of the the messy roots, um, if you know what I mean, uh, I got confused. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> messy roots. Sorry. Anyway. Um, so they do go to a party, which is, uh, where Melissa Joan Hart does find out that Brad is not asking her to the dance. And I think it's very funny because she finds this out. They're sitting at a table and they're like drinking like this, like red drink that I assume has alcohol in it. But then also everyone at the table has a napkin with one hostess snowball on top of it, which I just think is very funny. That's not, like that, they were like, that would be my party. I'd be like, we're all having little Debbie snacks. Uh, would you like a zebra cake? <laughs> Like the like the film crew was like, we need to make this look like a high school party. How do we do that? I don't know. Let's put some Hostess snowballs on some yeah. cocktail napkins. Looks uh, great. <laughs> we're being sponsored by Hostess, so just and I don't know, put one on a napkin. We have a lot of also, sponsors. <laughs> I think this is the same scene where, like, when she finds out the news, she like starts drinking really fast. Yes, and I did notice the little glasses and like the things she was drinking out of, they were so cute because they were like partially yeah. frosted and this mm-hmm. kind of light blue color and they kind of had a cool vintage shape i was like oh i love that yeah and then she starts drinking straight from the pitcher yeah um yeah. you yeah. know the movie's amazing whenever we're noticing the glasses well <laughs> you know it and the hostess Lisa joan hart's acting leaves so much to the imagination okay she's charming and i love her <laughs> i i win a lot of this movie being like hmm who's worse her or hillary duff <gasps> how okay <laughs> All right, can you stop? No, I'm sorry, he can't because he's coming clean right now, okay? Gross. Let's go back, <laughs> back to the beginning. Um, <clears throat> Two queens so stand before then you. Then <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart gets picked up by Designated Dave and taken home. Um, she's in the car with Brad, who's also wasted. And basically they kind of have like a fight and it's very stupid. But then Melissa Joan Hart gets dropped off at her house and she starts looking through the yearbook classic time, like classic teen movie trope, I feel like. is like looking through the yearbook and like Xing out people Spriddly, and shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so she keeps looking at Chase's photo like, hmm, I guess he's not that ugly. Um, <clears throat> and go. so she calls him on the phone uh, and is like, please take me to the Centennial and we're going to make this deal. And so that's where we set up the deal. But then she proceeds to drop her phone out of the window, which is hilarious. <laughs> like drunk 
I don't remember that part at all. Oh, yes. I remember her calling him, but I don't remember her dropping the phone. Yeah. Wild. Okay. Yeah. I also love her being like, oh, yeah, you should do this. And he's like, well, what's in it for me? And she's like, if you can't figure that out, you're stupid. I know, <laughs> which I'm like. Also, they never. Does that fuck. mean you're going to fuck him? Yeah. I know. I was <laughs> like, that has to be what they mean. But then they never really get that physical. But yeah. I, I do really think she confused. meant like. It's going to make your ex-girlfriend jealous because he was complaining about that in the car. But it's such a leap. It's a weird way to say that. that. Yeah. Then you're dumber than I thought. And then she drops her phone. (laughs) 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 Vomits everywhere. (laughs) I'm sorry to anyone who hates vomit sounds for that. Trigger um, so the next Trigger morning, Chase, morning. by the way, Alec, the next morning Chase shows up and is like, okay, fine, let's do this and brings her phone because he goes and gets it out of her yard. Uh, so I saw him sit down the water and I was like, that's nice. And he breaks yes. into the house though. I'm sorry. <laughs> the mom probably lets them. The mom and the dad want them to be friends. So no. she's probably like, she's upstairs. Okay. But go, it's go walking like... on my teenage daughter sleeping in bed. Please. Yes. Yeah. That is weird. That's where I was like, this is bonkers. <laughs> As she's just wearing a bra. Um, okay, yeah. so then oh basically Melissa Joan Hart decides immediately, we need to give you a makeover. And gives the world's worst makeover that's ever existed he, in movie history. <laughs> yeah, he looks, oh he's such a cutie. But like, the, what they do to his hair was like a war crime, I think. it's Honestly, I think you're right with this whole 50s thing. Because it makes sense. Because she picks up. Like the stupid button-up shirt with an oversized mm-hmm. leather jacket, and she's like, "This is good," and I was like, "It's not." But yeah. you have to remember, it was also the '90s, and style was just real bad back then. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I think I saw the same outfit on Boy Meets World. So. <laughs> yes, I would say a lot of what he wears is kind of what Corey. It's very Corey coded. Very Corey <laughs> from Boy Meets World Corey coded. coded. <laughs> <laughs> you know that um, typical thing people say. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I will say, I think his hair evolves to be better at the yeah. end, where but it's like first... a good mixture of like, yeah. kind of styled, but like a little bit messy. Because like the beginning, I feel like his hair is almost a little bit too messy, where it's like, oh, I thought it was cute. It's yeah. fine. I just think at the end, he looks the best that he looks. Um, but yeah, the, the makeover at first is not no bueno. Um, but you know, we did get the classic makeover montage and I like that it's flipped on its head and that it's a guy getting made over, you know, that doesn't happen that often. So that's kind of interesting. Um, I do like when, uh, his friends see him for the first time and think that he looks hilariously stupid and they make fun of him. And when Ray holds a sign out of the back of the bus that just says nice pants, (laughs) that's funny. (laughs) Which is just, wow. Also, I don't know. There's a part of me that's like, I thought you had a car. Your friend has a car. Why are you riding the bus? I don't know. That's just yeah, like, wow. yeah. It's like designated Dave is your best friend, and you can't get him to drive you. Yeah, maybe the nice you can't get the nice guy to drive you. Yeah. Or maybe Dave has an after school job. Yeah, that's true. He does wipe up. I'm making sweat a whole backstory for these people. <laughs> yeah. for these side characters. Uh, so then, uh, I keep calling her Melissa Joan Hart, but that which is fine. It's Nicole. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> she takes Chase to the basketball game. Uh, because she says you gotta you gotta go play the game you gotta play the game at the basketball game um also i just fucking hate sports and i feel for him (laughs) okay and i feel like i haven't talked about how much i hate sports enough on this podcast so i just need everyone to know that i just really hate sports yeah it's interesting because like 
when you're like, oh, what are your favorite decoms? You're always like, brink, give me like fun sports. That's athletic. There's a difference. <laughs> also, rollerblading is like extreme sports. I don't yeah, like anything with like, I don't like things where there's like groups of people that are fans and they paint their faces and they get really fucking excited and like they watch men smack into each other and shit. It's just not. You make it sound a lot more enticing than it really is. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, everything you're describing, I'm not fully against. I mean, I don't want to put face paint on. That sounds like too much work. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I will say on the list of sports I do hate watching, I would put basketball up there. I just get bored. Um, football yeah. moves fast, too. at least. I like basketball. But you score points too quickly. That's my problem with basketball. Because I never feel like, oh, it's a clinch until like the last like five seconds. Well, and then baseball's too slow. Yeah. So is Baseball's football. a social sport. Yeah, baseball Football's to me, like I only want to go if I can eat the, all the food that I want to eat. Yeah. And it's now yeah. too expensive, so it's like, what's the point? The one sport that I think balances out that makes sense to me the most is hockey. Because it's hard to score a point. It's very fast-paced. Um, and also, you have to, game. like, skate while you do it. Yeah, and, like, skating is ooh. cool. And also, you're always comfortable at a hockey game because it's, like, chilly, so you just wear, like, layers. You're never, yeah. like, boiling hot like you are at a lot of other sports. It's an indoor event. You get a big pretzel. You're happy. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that anywhere uh, else. <laughs> Basically, I just hate that most of America loves sports so much because I just yeah. think it's, I just hate it. Like, so, uh, you know, teaching at a school for so long and just knowing how much people love money, fucking football money. way more than, yeah. yeah. And like, it was like, the here, let's, pour into let's redo the and, fucking yeah. gym floor for the 20th time. But like, oh, your stage floor is giving children splinters. Yeah. Uh-uh, whatever. Sorry, we don't have the money. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, all of your actors have hepatitis because we won't do this thing. <laughs> That's uh, but anyways, yeah. Uh, Adrian, uh, aka Chase, does end up into sports like within five seconds of being like, "Oh, sports are terrible," and then he like comes back from getting a drink and is like chumming it up with these two jocks, and they're all like, "Yeah, I mean, the real thing about sports is that sports are sports." I don't know whatever they're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> Profound. You know what? You have a point. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, what the fuck were the people dancing at halftime? Because it was like three cheerleaders, and then like a bunch of people wearing oh my orange God, that was t-shirts camp. and denim shorts, and then like some people were just—I don't—they were all wearing different outfits. Well, it, it was, was kind of for me. It was kind of relatable because we had dance team at my high school, and we had the cheerleaders that all, some of them were also in the dance team. So like, mm. I was like, oh yeah, there's the matching dance team members, and then there's the cheerleaders who don't have a chance to like change or anything. Oh, dance team and cheerleaders did not get along. They were two different groups. They're on, you know, I'd watch a West Side Story of cheerleaders and dance team. That's how it was in my school. Lesbian love. <laughs> oh my gosh, because yeah. boys can't dance. <laughs> No, they can't. They're forbidden. Um, Speaking of boys can't dance, I loved the one gay in this movie. Oh my god, yeah. He's barely in the movie. (laughs) He's just there to look upset about something that happens. Like, all the time, in every scene, he's like, ah, scoff, and then walks away. He's kind of friends with Alicia, I feel like. He's with her the most. It's a pretty relatable depiction of a gay person, though. Yeah, it was (laughs) very Scoffing and walking away. Yeah. 
Oh, we skipped the prank in the beginning when they sprayed orange on everyone. Oh, yeah. I thought they were going to do drugs the whole time. They kept on pulling up a big packet of something, and I was like, are they going to do coke in a room? What's going on? Coke in a room. No. Yeah. They just put dye in the sprinklers. Yeah. yeah. And then um, Melissa Joan Hart was like, this is funny, and she's the only one not wearing white in that scene, which made me laugh so much. I was like, well, of course you're not bothered. Everyone else's clothes are ruined. Yeah. And also, like, it turned into, like, a Benny Hill skit, and people, like, literally just couldn't walk. Yeah, like they were just like I'm slipping everywhere. I'm like, it's just water with coloring in it. You're yeah. fine. And also, right. Melissa Joan Hart was safe because of her giant trapper keeper. Yeah, well, and she was Which... wearing a red top anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> Did either of you watch Wednesday, the TV show? No. Um, yeah. Okay, because yeah. when they do the blood sprinklers, or like they're not really blood sprinklers, the same thing mm-hmm. happens in that scene where everyone's just like, Whoa! like yeah. they can't get the fuck out of the gym, and I'm like, yeah. just get up and walk away. <laughs> You can just walk. Like, you're fine. <laughs> I do like that everyone else is like, our clothes are ruined. This is awful. And she's like, later on in the day, she's like, well, I thought it was funny. And you're like, mm-hmm. can you stop? Uh, <sighs> so we do go cruising after this, which is where we just drive <laughs> down the Straight street. Straight teen cruising. Straight teen cruising. I just want to clarify. <laughs> Yeah. Casey, I have I have all of our uh videos off because my Wi Fi sucks right now, but also I just heard your groan and I was like, mm, yep, I just want to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine in the middle of this like I don't know <laughs> Blay on team drama is just oh and then God. we go pick up some dudes. This turns into queer as folk. <laughs> yeah. It's like Club Babylon. Oh my god. Anyway, sorry. Uh, well, that's what they call it in the movie too. They're like, no, and, "Do you want to go cruising yeah, on the a, on the, the boulevard or whatever the fuck?" Um, and uh, I do like the scene where they're doing singing in the car together. I think it's cute and funny. Um, and he's having a good time, which is good for him. Uh, then we do meet Melissa Joan Hart's dad for the first time, which we know that he is absent. He forgot to join Melissa Joan Hart at the diner that one day. um which the dad is the dad from seventh heaven who sucks and is gross in real life and we hate him uh i also hate him in this too i mean yeah he sucks in this (laughs) also how unrelatable that he's like i am an air ballooner or whatever the fuck he's like like, i'm an air pilot (laughs) i i'll say this i miss that so whenever she went to meet her dad and they just get into a hot air balloon and fly away i was like i why do they actually (laughs) talk about it or do well, they just, like, he mentions they, like, that he's going an to balloon. an air balloon show or whatever, because he oh, says, okay. hey, I'm going to this air balloon show in Rio for, for two months, starting in November. And I think this would be a great opportunity for you to get away. And she's like, I can't go. It's a centennial dance. And I can't believe you don't know that about me. She's <laughs> also like, get away from what? I like my life. I'm yeah. actually doing fine. Um so stupid. His I, his whole plot line makes no sense to me because like yeah. it just resolves. Like yeah. it, it's there for no reason. I would yeah. have rather her be like my dad left us. Done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he does give her a book at one point and he's like I think this book explains me better than anything and then she throws she it throws out of the, the air balloon. <laughs> and I'm like, like that could have killed, killed someone. someone. Yeah, <laughs> yes! <laughs> Uh, Vince said the same thing, but that's a heavy been, fucking book. Would it be better if it was just like I don't know, like a Sunday strip like thing, like Garfield? <laughs> it's just a collection of Garfield. Yeah. The far this book side. describes me better than I can. Y'all remember yeah. the far side? Uh, so then Chase 
I wrote down it's Kindall because I thought that was funny because their friends call him a Kindall at one point. Um, oh yes, and, yes, yes. And then also he gets the nickname from the jocks. Hambone uh, is his nickname. You don't want from all know the why. jock friends. <laughs> what they found uh, out when they were cruising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then uh, he can't go hang out with his friends at a concert because he has to go with Melissa Joan Hart to a diner. And they go, and all the jocks are making fun of Designated Dave, and he gets pissed about it. Yeah. And so then she has to say, hey, calm down. And then she says, let's just finish this, and then we can go do whatever you do want to do. And he's like, okay. And so then they go, and they, and they check out a band um, yeah. called the Electrocutes, which uh, so cool. is the Donnas, um, which is a 90s band. I called it so, great. I wasn't sure. Yeah, so so it is a real band. It's just that they go by a different name in the movie. Um, And, yeah, I mean, I feel like that scene was fun because uh, Ray asks her to dance. They go out and they're dancing. And then Chase joins and they're having a great time. They're listening to music. And I feel like Melissa Joan Hart is realizing, hmm, maybe it would be more fun to hang out with these people than my shitty friends that don't actually like me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's mostly the guys that just suck and her best friend that is barely, I don't know how her best friend's popular I'm just gonna say I that too I don't know too. how they're yeah. friends they're just awful to each other she's just well also later on when they're ever like they're at the lake or something and her best friend is just there and I was like oh why'd they invite you you seem like a loser yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I how would you feel being the Donnas and being in this movie and then the movie's renamed after a Britney Spears song. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would suck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wah, wah. Um, but Maybe they actually really like Britney Spears. Maybe they're like, good for her. Maybe they I'm weren't sure. trying to tear down other women. Like Melissa John Hart. Yeah. <laughs> I more so meant, how would you feel if they're like, we need to hitch our ride to this really popular rising star so that people come see our movie. And they're like, we're the Donnas. <laughs> Can you just say we're in the movie? Right, please. Just use our name. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of Alicia, uh, the best friend who sucks, uh, we do see a scene at the diner after they've left, basically, where she runs into Brad and she's like, uh, you know, not all girl. Like, I think this is when this happens. She's like, not all girls give it up, you know, but like some do. Basically, she's like, I'll fuck you. I don't, and I don't really understand why she does this because she doesn't actually ever pursue Brad, really. Yeah. Other than, she, I feel like she just wants to fuck up everybody else's life. Like any, any of her motivations are just to ruin other people's things. Well, out of nowhere, she's just like in love with Chase. Chase. Yeah, yeah, so you're just like, oh, okay. So it's like, oh, I'm mad at my best friend for seeing this guy that no one knows that I secretly have a crush on. It was just like, but such I don't a think she really storyline. likes him. I think that's just fake. Well, all she is is fake. I don't think the writers knew what they wanted from her. They're just, like, we <laughs> I don't just know. We just need a baddie in this movie, and this girl has dark hair, so go for it. Yeah, <laughs> a classic. Uh, we do see Dulcie again at the club too, and she's with that guy that is the animal activist guy, and they're like all over each other. Yeah. So then Melissa Joan Hart comes up to Chase and is like, "I'm going to make out with you in front of your ex girlfriend to make her jealous," which it does work. She is kind of oh, jealous, yeah. for sure. Um, 
Do you think Melissa Joan Hart thought that they were going to like have sex and not go to a club after she was like, we'll just do this a little bit longer than whatever you want to do. We'll do next. And then he's like, great. And then they go see a band. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> whatever uh, you want to do. And he's like, can we go to a zoo? Um, can we go to the zoo? <laughs> um, and so I don't have a ton more notes after this point in the movie um, because I think it just it kind of starts to wrap itself up a little bit, but also this movie is only an hour and a half, but somehow felt like it was four Three hours. hours yeah. I don't know. And it's like, it's very weird. Yeah. It lost its own plot. Like it forgot the story it was writing and they're just like, this is just a little nice slice of life movie now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Drama. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, yeah. I also was like, Oh, it's kind of like going in a mean girls direction. Obviously this predates mean girls, but like, but chases the Lindsay Lohan character because he like sort of gets popular and then mm-hmm. uh it's like oh I'm just doing this to get back with Dulcie but then like kind of like buys into it and stuff and like becomes friends with some of the jocks and then like yeah. there's the big party where everything goes wrong and I'm like this is Mean Girls like Tina Fey did you yeah. just rip this this criteria on classic movie off <laughs> um, yeah but yeah no the she, party is yeah, like the did. next thing right yeah, well, I think they go to the beat or that float trip before the party, technically. Oh, uh, where he matches all which, the boys in the yellow shorts. Yeah, that scene is kind of funny when they're all wearing the same sunglasses yeah. and like the same board shorts or whatever. It was kind of funny, but you're all but nothing else. Yeah, nothing <laughs> else really matters in that scene other than I guess Judy also talks to him for the first time, but she goes by mm. D Vine or whatever is like her name. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so wild. And he's like, yeah. that's so cool. You just rebranded yourself. She's like, it's my first initial and my last name, but thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then the party happens, which is when Alicia hooks up with Chase, basically. They start making out, and Melissa Joan Hart sees it, and she's all sad. Um, because she's like, maybe I actually do like Chase, and I don't care about Brad. Um, and so... At that point, Brad now has asked her again to go to the dance with her, but she doesn't like him anymore. And Chase gets back with Dulcie for a while. And then they have this really weird scene where they go to a cafe and Dulcie is like going to the cafe to order food. And then Chase stands in the doorway and they both look at each other and then Dulcie like starts crying. And like, isn't that it's the club, isn't it? there's like a yeah. cardboard sign that's like extra shot one dollar and i was like i wish i could add an extra shot to a drink for a dollar it's always like five dollars now i guess i don't it was like daytime so i don't yeah it was weird that's you're probably right but also like but, after the party is like the really dramatic scene with the the jock guy and the yes. cheerleader girl and i was mm-hmm. like this makes me like i was happy that dave stood up and like you know put a stop to it or tried to but yeah. damn and then yeah. she got to uh, like pepper spray his eyes, which is true. Yeah, I literally screamed. I was so happy. I thought that was so great. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because he tries to like put a stop to it, but then the jock starts beating him up, starts beating Dave up, and then like he turns back to like I don't know what he's gonna do to the girl again, and yeah, mace in the face. Well, and then also after that is when Ray trades out the tape at school for like this mixtape he made of like what was the point the... of that what was <laughs> the point you. of that Thank what you. was the point of that i did love when they did the scene where they're like go fight win and they compare it to like nazis in germany <laughs> like, that was a it was lot. wild it was so heavy but also i was confused by some of the other choices like showing 
um the girl that's on the the tv thing for the school the news thing yeah her <laughs> head just turns to a, yeah she just turns into a frog for some yeah. reason but it's like a cutout of a frog's face why? on her face and i'm like why yeah. what are you saying about this they're lizard people okay they're like <laughs> <laughs> he was oh um he's he's q actually who started q and on he's a part of the illuminati oh my god <laughs> it was yeah and then he gets suspended for three weeks, but somehow makes it to the centennial dance. And I'm like, I don't understand the timeline of this Whatever. movie because I feel like what is the centennial dance? dance. <laughs> it's it's at the yeah. end of the movie. <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, Chase realizes that Dulce is not all that, and then he realizes, wow, I probably should have stayed with Nicole because she was fine. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The emotions are strong at this point. Let's just yeah. say, yeah, it, these motivations are so killer. It's great. And Nicole takes Ray to the dance, which is kind of sad because he like actually really likes her, and yeah. then basically has to be like, "Oh, Chase likes her." So yeah, he's like, "I know you. I brought you here, but I brought you here so you could be with Chase." And I was like, yeah. "That's very sweet of you. Yeah. You're a good boy." Yeah. So uh, we do make it to the Centennial Dance. Melissa Joan Hart is wearing a not cute dress. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this long navy. Of all the colors, navy. Yeah, this is our lead navy. character. Let's do navy. <laughs> I don't. Is there ever been like a high school movie where they go to a dance and they actually wear a good dress? I don't. We know, know it's not Probably pretty not. pink. Okay. <laughs> I think the dress don't from a Cinderella story up. is Shut good. Up. Oh. I no, Pretty in Pink is horrible. She ruined two beautiful vintage dresses right? to make a pink <laughs> box that she wore. Actually, that's so too nice. A pink box would have been interesting to wear. She wore the dumpiest dump dress I've ever seen. I'm still <laughs> mad about that dump dress. Um, I will say Janice Ian's fit in Mean Girls is oh, fine. Yeah. Fantastic. That purple tuxedo thing. Yeah, that, yeah, no, it's yeah. dope. It's that's great. Um, dresses though, yeah. They're they're pretty bad. I will, I'm confused by I don't remember her name anyway. And we've said it like a billion times. But Melissa's Melissa Joan Hart's character Nicole, yeah, Nicole, Nicole Byer. <laughs> I wish, I wish the movie. That would be so a much really better. good movie. Um, I would watch the shit out of that. But her style makes no sense to me because again, like we said in the beginning, she's wearing like essentially a tube top to start off the show, mm-hmm. and like low rise jeans, and then after that, she's like, I don't know, like preppy. Yeah. yeah you're like and maybe I that's why it was such a big deal for her to wear the halter top or whatever it was because it's not what she usually wears yeah but they mm-hmm. made like in the beginning i was like oh yeah she's one of the cool kids she's wearing like this kind of like sexy outfit she's on like yeah. all these clubs and stuff she's sitting with the cool kids and then right afterwards they're like now back to the original script where she's kind of just like business she's a business girl right <laughs> Business girl. She needs a navy dress. She's doing business. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but her dad does show up to the dance and he's like, I'm so proud of you. So they like Why was he there? <laughs> yes. Well, parents were invited, so they could be there. Like They could be on the I observation don't... deck. <laughs> yeah, they were like up above. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like the gym. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Do you want to watch all of our um students just like I don't know, grind on grind each on other. Each other. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Anyone want to watch some teens dry hump? Gross. <laughs> um, so Chase shows up and he's under the like 
is where the statue is. By the way, this space is clearly not their school. Okay, this is a space that right. they rented for the dance because yeah. I cannot imagine that this space exists inside of a high school. But then not. they reveal that the donation for their class for like the Centennial School donation is this <laughs> giant fucking sculpture ugly, thing. Ugly it's, sculpture. It, it just looks like scaffolding with a giant glowing ball on the top of it. But yeah. I'm like, yeah. how the fuck are they getting that out of there into like the school or something? Like, how why is it a donation even... to the school? I don't. And why would you donate that? One step one, why donate this? Step two, why here? Step three, why now? It's just because bad. Rich people hate donating real things, like things that actually yeah. help other people. They're just like, you know what? It's such a nice donation. This like weird ass fucking modern sculpture that's what we need in the world <laughs> well, i'm also extra confused because it's like we've been talking about the centennial this whole time and i thought it was going to be like more than just literally a school dance yeah and we get to it it's just it a like, school dance it sort With of parents. looks like it should be like part of a like a retro sonic drive-in sign you know, because it has those like light rings that like blink down it, and it has it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I hate it so yeah. much. Honestly, it's it's me, so I have to bring this up. It looks exactly like some set pieces from the Power Rangers movie that Ivan Ooze destroys and fall over. <laughs> sure. Through these pillars covered in like sure. rings, I was like, yeah, that's 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 what this is. Yeah, they're like, this is leftover on the lot. Let's just fucking bring it in. It can be yeah. the statue. I will say, when Chase slides down it, it is kind of cool. So. Well, he's sitting there when they, they take off the thing and they're like, the principal's even like, and Chase is up there. And everyone's like, yay. And it's like, what? No, it's Dave says that. Doesn't oh, mean that Dave is up there. Oh. Which, by the way, we left out that whole plot point, which is that Judy, who had the mean boyfriend, she's actually been like AIMing like Dave the whole time as like daughter Judy is like her AIM name. <laughs> Wait, this happened? I didn't know. Yes. Yeah. He didn't know who she was. <laughs> And then they were like, he was like, I'm going to take this girl I've been talking to online to the dance. And then it just ends up being Judy after they've had this night together, too. So yeah. I was like, oh, oh no, okay. it was, uh, excuse me, they were using Yahoo, but not Yahoo Messenger. It was Yahoo Pager was the name of it. Oh, okay. I love it. Yeah, love. I, did, I did see that. Yeah. Um, which is another plot line that could have been cut because honestly, them having that night would have been enough for them to like yeah. go to the dance together. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But yeah, so then Chase shows up and he's like, hey, I actually like you, I guess. And Nicole's like, oh, yeah, I also kind of like you, I guess. And then they decide to go home together. And then when they get home, their parents be fucking. <laughs> yeah, their parents do be fucking. And their, re- their reaction to it is like, oh, that's weird. Well, if you two were fucking, I guess we're going to fuck in the treehouse. And then they just yeah. walk away. And you're like, Why? Because the parents are, like, we're moving in together, yeah, which is lot. very complicated because. Again, pilot for a TV show. And then now it's weird. And now we're in Life with Derek. Never mind. The show. Yeah, I was going to say Life with Derek. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remembered why Chase bothers me so much in this movie. Where, like, he doesn't actually do anything that makes me really mad at him. But something about his face just bothers me. I forget that he's the guy from Entourage and also he's the boy from the from the Devil Wears Prada. Like, he just plays yeah, douchebags. That's who he is, yeah. He's got a douchey face. I think he's face. so cute, though. That's I don't fine. Think his face is douchey. He also no, has, his... like, really intense five o'clock shadow for a high school student. 
Yeah, that's the douche yeah. coming through. <laughs> I can't get the douche off. It'll douche it to you. <laughs> douche it to you. Wow. Yeah. Uh, fun fact is that Elijah Wood was originally supposed to play that character, but they said that he looked too young next to Melissa Joan Hart, so they swapped it out. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Maybe they should have cast everyone uh, looking a little younger. Yeah. <laughs> Elijah Wood would have been good as the gay. <laughs> that's where he fit Um, but yeah that's driving me crazy it was it's not good (laughs) it's fine like it's i I had fun watching it again i hadn't seen it in a really long time so i was like this is so silly but it's an inoffensive mostly film it's yeah it's just kind of there yeah yeah Yeah, that's a good way of putting it liz um why you like this I don't know. <laughs> You're inoffensive and just mostly there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm Thanks. Just wow. <laughs> Fucking meanest thing anyone's ever said to me. Thanks. That's not true. <laughs> Guys, this is the last episode of our podcast. Episode 101. <laughs> we made you know what? I, I will say, I did say the other day to Blair, I was like, I wonder, like, It'll to me. It's so sad thinking about this ever ending. Because to me, I'm like, if we're ever all just like, mm, let's just not. We don't. We're not doing this anymore. I'm like, how long are we gonna do this still? Like, we're gonna be right? like sixty talking about shit. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. That's, yeah. I always I know. no, but I always also see it as like kind of a like a point of honor because there are so many people who started podcasts and I've like listened to some of them and they've like stopped after like 10 episodes especially like back in the lockdown once like things started opening up like people just stopped doing it i'm like we're still rocking and rolling with all of our like three listeners honestly when we went to like every other week i was like this is it babes this is the decline this is how it happens (laughs) we've been holding holding strong we've actually been doing a lot better with it (laughs) so i was like oh no it was a lot healthier for yeah it was a smart decision because it it gives us like breathing room but also like this I still always just like chatting with you. I right, and that's, that's so why you're funny. like this. It's because of that us. is why I'm like that this. is yeah. why Liz is like this. She's just there, <laughs> much like the centennial. You're there, much much like the ugly statue that was donated to this. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. How rude! Damn, it just keeps getting no. worse. Liz, if you were a character in this movie, who would you be? Where would you mm. cast yourself? I know who you would be. But I mean, I'd be designated be? Dave. Uh, <laughs> no, you would be the video guy. Oh, yeah, that's fair. A hundred percent. funny. Yeah, Ray. Yeah. What? Casey, would you be the gay guy? Oh, that's <laughs> so homophobic. <laughs> okay. Alan, who would you be? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh... Ew, I don't know who I'd be. Uh, I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> I don't know who um, I would be. Who would I be? Um, I think you'd be. The I don't think I'd be Fred. any of the main characters. <laughs> I thought about that. Fl- that flickered through my mind for a second. You know I'll what? I that. hate. That's fine. I I would either be designated Dave or I'd be the dad. Or, <laughs> or, the I, or the other person I'd be is the girl that was like, oh, Brad's family's in a cult? Okay, bye. <laughs> Wait, Which is amazing. Liz is, if Liz is the video guy, if Liz is Ray and you're Dave, then I'll be Chase, but like with yeah. less great hair. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll take it. We'll be buds. 
Okay, I guess we can be friends in this fictional movie as well. <laughs> fictional movie, as opposed to fictional never mind. Scenario. As fictional. opposed to all the documentaries we talked about on this podcast. You know, I'm actually surprised we haven't yet. You know, it's strictly a documentary only podcast. I love documentaries. I didn't, I didn't watch them as a kid, though. I didn't watch I didn't documentaries either. as a young person. You didn't? Not even Mark. like, I didn't have friends, so I watched documentaries every day. <laughs> So that I could pretend that the real life that was happening in the documentaries was actually my life. <laughs> <laughs> I might have bought a 12 DVD set of serial killers and watched that a lot. <laughs> wow. Because I'm cool. As a child? Yes. <laughs> God, That's why you... you're like this. Ooh. Uh, I'm just I also like child watch... therapists are out there. <laughs> Oh, uh, I watched a lot of weird documentaries too when we also had HBO. Anything that was on, I watched it. Mm. I just watched a lot of TV. Sure. <sighs> it's so strange. Um, you know, but before we wrap up the podcast, I'd like to let you know that you can find us on Instagram at Why Am I Like This Podcast or Facebook on our generation Why Am I Like This fan page. And if you would like to reach out to us, which we know you don't, um, you can... <laughs> <laughs> time and time again, you've proven you do not. <laughs> We also have an email, which is why am I like this at gmail.com. Oh Do you think people have tried to email us, but they spell it incorrectly? And they're <laughs> oh, like, what? it keeps on getting bounced back. Oh no. That would no. be so sad. I mean, um, you're on you're right. They have it. We love uh, you all. Don't email us. It's better that way. Don't, just don't just don't talk to us. Um and don't forget How often to... do you check that email account though? It's on my phone. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, like you get notifications. <laughs> Great, cool. Yeah. Um, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Um, oh, tell us like what the ugliest dress is that you would wear to a high school prom, especially if you're not in high school anymore. Like if you're crashing a prom as a forty year old, tell us what you're gonna wear to it. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. If you're Drew Barrymore Ooh. from what's that one movie? Never, Never been, been kissed. kissed. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, so problematic. I love that movie with my full chest. Whenever um, you also, talk about it. What's your least favorite prom trend? I'd like to know that. What's that thing that you remember is, in prom that you're like, this is so bad? Every week I'm like, this this can't get messier. And then this is like the messiest episode I feel like we've ever done. <laughs> you think, no, this is not the messiest no. episode. <laughs> yeah. I'll say while we're recording, I, I always think I was like, we're all over the place. This is horrible. And then when it's edited, I'm like, no, actually, this is about standard. This is no. This is <laughs> the flow in this episode has been really good, I think. Um, okay. But let's do so many good things. Um, I'm going to start. Um, so I'm really excited because it's basically the end of my school year, the end of my semester. Um, I just opened my last show, This opened and closed my last show this weekend, um, which was a really, really satisfying feeling because I had uh, several weeks of really not fun times. Um, but this last project was really, really delightful, uh, a good way to go out. It was a great team. It was a smooth tech process. It was like, it ended up being a really beautiful show, which I'm happy about. Um, so yeah, you know, a little glimmer of light and hope in the world. Um, and now like I'm on summer vacation mode, you know, like I still work in the summer, but do I really work? Not that much. (laughs) <laughs> um so yeah i'm really excited about that and now the weather is finally nice in new york again so you know we're we're sort of thriving i won't say fully thriving but we're sort of thriving uh i have two this week so i'm gonna go with um the television show jury duty um i binged it the last few days with blair 
And it's a, the setup is that it's a completely fake court case. And everyone in the jury is an actor except for one person who thinks this is a real court case and thinks that he's actually on the jury. Um, and it was really funny and fun. And James Marsden is in it. And James Marsden plays himself. He's the only one that's like a recognizable actor. All the rest of them are like somewhat unrecognizable. Although I did mention to Blair, they really had to be careful with like finding someone that wasn't like super pop culture savvy because like, one of the guys is from Sex Lives of College Girls, so I would have been like, that guy, I know. Yeah. And then one of the guys is the sanitation worker guy from Parks and Rec, who's, like, in that show uh, often enough that I would have recognized him as well, probably. But, and so, yeah, anyways, I just, the show was really fun. James Marsden was hilarious. Uh, and they get sequestered, so, like, they have to stay in a hotel together, and they don't have their phone or, like, any technology to, to speak to anyone outside. And so it becomes this weird, like, they're all kind of becoming friends. Um, but, yeah, this one guy is real, and the rest of them are all actors. And it's just hilarious to watch him, like, go through all of this and, like, watch the actors kind of try to be like, what's he going to do next? <laughs> like, So it's like um, Joe Schmo, but with a jury. Yeah. And also, like, it was, like, warm-hearted. It was happy. Um, so then the other thing is a game that Blair recently got on the PlayStation that I've been playing called Deceive, Inc. And it's, like, a battle royale, except for everyone in it is spies. And you have to, like, go to a vault to collect, like, loot, basically, and get it out before the rest of the spies do. And I like the cartoony animation in it. And it's fun, and it's silly, and it's easy to, like, get into for, like, a game. It's not easy, I will say. I've not won yet. But, um, like, the gameplay is fun to pick up, and uh, I'm enjoying it. So, yeah, those are my things. Nice. Nice. Casey. Um, so, I don't know how much of a good thing mine is, um, but I... <laughs> so, after watching this movie, I was like what's a palate cleanser? And I was like, no, instead of a palate cleanser, I want to dive deeper into some weird, like rom-com, but not like teen shenanigans. So I found out that they had the movie sleepover (laughs) free to watch. And so I finally watched it and it is a truly wretched movie. Um, But I was having the time of my life watching this horrible, horrible movie. I don't think I know this movie. It's, it's so extremely problematic. Doesn't it have uh, the girl from Aquamarine? Yes, she's the main mm. bad guy. She's the yeah. bad girl. Which starts off, so the reason why she's a bad girl and why she like is terrorizing the nerdy kids and whatnot is because her high school boyfriend, they're like graduating 8th grade, her high school boyfriend wants to hook up before a dance and she says no. So then he dumps her. And so then she's upset and she's like, I want to make these other girls feel shitty because I feel shitty. And I was like, this is such a weird and layer complex (laughs) issue that's going on right now. And this is how we're starting the movie. Um, Yeah. Do you want to see some, I don't know, middle school girls date high schoolers randomly? It's in here. Do you want to see them? um, I don't know. Hit on their teacher at a bar. It's in there. It's such an uncomfortable movie. Um, but, uh, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> and, like, it's not good. Do not watch it. Um, Great. But if you like bad movies and want to watch something truly heinous, uh, yeah, put it on your list. 
Uh, really quick though, can we all just say that we're all excited for fucking Tears of the Kingdom? Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, ah! We're under a week from the time of recording this. I got my like pre-order. You can no longer refund your pre-order price. I was like, hell yeah. Ooh, Very I still excited. need to get my pre-order done. Yeah. yeah. I did pre-order the amiibo because I wanted that. Ooh. You pre-ordered yeah. what? The amiibo, the, amiibo. the little oh, statue nice. thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. it. Cool. Um. Well, thanks for joining us, y'all. Um. Guess what? Next week we kick off Pride Month. Uh. And Casey's gonna take our Pride Month pick first. With <laughs> what are you doing, Casey? Well, it's a very special pick for me because not only am I kicking off Pride Month, but the episode comes out on my birthday. So mm. what better way to treat the audience and myself than to make everyone watch the problematic, extremely horny TV show Queers Folk? Uh, I can't wait. What you we're about what episode we'll talk about it. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. Stay excited. Don't ask Just questions. Short-circuited. <laughs> it's fine. All right. Um bye everyone. Bye. bye.